Whack Matters is brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial where you can test out Audible's awesome audiobook monthly subscription service. Make sure to go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What's the next line? Couldn't tell ya. There'll be... Much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Welcome to Life's What You Rate It, the podcast where we rate everything on a scale from 1 to 10 to tell you if it's good or not. My name's Michael and this is my brother. Mark. And we do this show, we've done this show for a long time and it's Christmas time so we're going to get sentimental. And talk about Christmassy type things, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> no. Because we talked about Christmassy things a little bit last week, but it's a December. We got the whole Christmassy month. Though, at some point, we will take a break off for Christmas, I assume. This is not that week. Nah, dude, we won't take a break off for Christmas. Why not? We'll work through it, dude. I don't work through anything. We're on that grind. This is. I feel like we have to do a, a Christmas break or not a, take a break because I still feel bad for not w- doing anything last week. I think this might be the most important podcast that exists. Even if we're not the most popular podcast yet, and we're not the like most downloaded podcast yet, we might be the most important podcast yet. Not because we do a service to this generation, because let's face it, we're screwed. Oh, yeah, dude, we're boned over a long time But ago. when the future civilizations find us, this podcast will be very useful in understanding 2018 American culture and maybe even other cultures. You remember the episode of Boy Meets World about the time capsule? Nope. This is the episode of Boy Meets World about the time capsule, only it's through podcasts and much, much longer generations farther away. That also makes sense because... If you've watched the episode of Girl Meets World where they dig up the Boy Meets World time capsule, some of the stuff that people put in there doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think that generally speaking, when you dig up a time capsule, probably none of it makes any sense. You're like, what the heck is this? Unless somebody directly writes a note that's like, listen, this is um a potato because Portal was big and... Glados. Sorry, I forgot we. I forgot we're making stuff for moms. But before we get into moms, real quick, I want to talk about something relevant. Have you seen the new YouTube rewind? Yeah, dude, it's freaking butt. It it is the now that it has gone in two days to be the second most disliked video on all of YouTube. I'm okay with that. It's not very good. We're not in it. Is the number one reason though? Yeah, the biggest complaints. The most important podcast. They're talking, they're specifically trying to hit people that are like making a social change and like doing good for the world, and they didn't include us. That is the whole, the whole thing, the whole point of our show. That's like our whole jam. Is making the world a better place. And they put Fortnite in. We are more, we are bigger than Fortnite. Not, not in popularity. Not in, yeah, not in popularity. But but in in, value to the world. In value to the world, in scale to time. We will. La- I'm gonna make a prediction, Michael. Me and you will be at the YouTube game longer than Fortnite is ri- is ridiculously relevant. Hmm. That might be true. I just punched the mic a little bit. I don't. I don't think Fortnite. D- so here's be- the thing, though. We would have probably said the same thing about Minecraft, and I don't think we'll outlive Minecraft's popularity. It's still going. 
It's still going, but nobody cares anymore. Is that true, though? Okay. Because it say, still makes a lot of money. No, when I say nobody cares, I mean I can't, like, walk up to... Um, if you walk up to a six-year-old, yeah, do they go, know what a creeper is? And go, yeah. I mean, probably. they know what a creeper is, but not not the yeah. exploding kind. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, hey, Minecraft. And they're not going to, like, lose their mind. They'll be like, yeah, I play that sometimes. Okay, but if you like, if you walk outside at a six-year-old, they will be flossing. If, like, their default idle position is flossing. flossing now. Yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, that point where, like, it is the zeitgeist of it is in everybody's head 24-7 all the time will long outlive that. Absolutely, because we are the most important podcast of all time, um, at least of this generation. Though I think we could come come to be the most important podcast of all time if we work at it. Um, I think the most important podcast of all time was actually called um, the Monthly Issue Weekly, and it just didn't. No, no, it was um, it was the mu- it was I can't know music on that music. It was that the most was... important podcast. Of all time. That's fair. And also, I, there's there's no reason that podcast can't come back, for real, though. I really did like that show. Like, as I know we're doing, like, a lot of jokey jokes here sometimes. Like, some... Hey, Michael, can I tell you something real quick? Let's do a joke real quick. Go ahead. No, this is not a joke oh, real quick. Oh, dang it, Mark. Um, okay. Sometimes people tell me, they'll be like, hey, um, I was listening to your show, and I thought it was pretty funny and stuff. And I go, this is a serious show where we try to save people's time and relevancy like we try to cut through all the bullcrap in the world and give people facts we try to do a service to humanity because if we hadn't told you that if if we didn't tell you that Nicki minaj music if playing that is a misdemeanor then you guys wouldn't know that you could have gotten arrested and we saved you jail time (laughs) you could have done a criminal crime and also Really, really made somebody's people's eardrums bleed. I have a confession. I got another confession to make. Yeah, what was that? Um, I swear if you tell me that you like a Nicki Minaj song, I'm going to get so sad. No, my son is a kleptomaniac, though. He did steal from a grocery store. <laughs> he's going to jail, and he's, he's barely one. He's, he's barely one he's years not old. not going to do well. I think the real gross thing was when... Um, uh, the judge tried to justify trying Charlie as an adult, and he can't. Just he messed can't, up. He can't even say technically, words. He can't even technically swear himself in. <laughs> like when they ask him to do like the whole truth and nothing but the truth or whatever, he can't. He just, he was like, for one, he, he can't like, keep his hand on the Bible because the dude, the dude's, the dude's attention span is so short, he can't even keep his hand on the Bible. For two, he couldn't say "I do" or whatever he's supposed to say. What do they say? I swear. I swear. Um. I swear to tell the whole truth. Oh, they have to say the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, he defo can't do I swear that. To tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And so um, they put him Charlie on the stand got... anyway, and they said, and then, and Did you he... steal this ice cream? Yeah, and then Charlie got kind of sleepy and just freaking toppled off of the stand because he was standing on it. He climbed right on up there and fell down. I mean, if he were if he were getting tried for like drunk driving, they would have definitely had a right to arrest him then. Like, that's fair. I un- but I understand. He was getting tried for stealing diabetic ice cream from the grocery store that he happened to throw in the cart when his mom wasn't looking. And then hid in his bed or hid in his blanket the whole time out the store. He see what happened was when we babysat for him, we let him watch that um, Han Solo movie, and he's like, "Oh, the smuggler life for me, dude." 
right, we're gonna play truth truth or truth right have you ever <laughs> have you ever stolen something on purpose because i just like one of the times when like you you hear people witnessing to other people's like have you ever stolen anything i have not hold on hold on if your brother has a bunch of old gross candy in a lunchbox thievery. In, in his room. Absolute thievery. That, is that theft? You stole all my candy. I yes. used to hide my candy only because of you. <laughs> I barely, like, I am a slow, like, as, as large as I am, as much as I like to talk about my obesity, as if it were funny, um... Your candies candy are not boy. my weakness. Yeah, Michael's a good, good candy boy. Like, I, I like eat small lo- amounts yeah. of candy and that's it. Like I'll eat like a handful and then be done for the day. But salties are my weakness. But this guy mm. over here, the skinny one, ate all my candy as a child to the point where I got a a, a box, like a uh had a lunch a miniature lunch box that i would hide the candy because he would always find it and eat all my candy. That Whether we true. shared a room or not. He would just come in and eat it. Yeah, that is also true. I would go look for candy in Michael's room because Michael had a job. And also a lot more candy than you because I didn't need it. It's true. Some so, of that candy yes, you have, stole was I like have, two years, though. Two I years have old. done a theft. I don't think I've ever stolen from a store on purpose. I've never stolen from a store. I, I really don't. I, I, now, does it count as theftery if I was supposed to be in bed... And I would sneak out of my room to go into the refrigerator. And eat all of the pepperoni? No, not just the pepperoni. Oh, because if you too. remember, when I was a... I, I would eat pepperoni. The thing was, when when I was a kid... I'm, I don't... I want to explain the context of this, because I don't want to make it seem like my parents are monsters who didn't feed me. When I was a teenager, we will say that I ate approximately, what, six to 8,000 calories a day? Well, yes. Yeah, so like, Michael would get home from work... And then eat two plates of nachos that he would make. And, <laughs> and like a, two sandwiches. Yeah, and then two sandwiches. And then we would almost immediately after, depending on the job, eat lunch. Like mom would come up and make lunch for all of us. And he would eat more than anybody else on the house of lunch. So when I say that my parents limited me on the amount of food I was allowed to eat in my recreational time, they didn't limit me during dinner time. Like if they, if they made meals, I was allowed to eat whatever I wanted to. Okay. But during recreational time, I was limited in the food that I would eat because I would eat one hundred percent of the food in the home. Yeah, and when he says limited, he also doesn't mean like they were like, no, you can't have this snack right was, now. <laughs> they, they mean like Michael, you cannot eat a whole loaf of bread in a for, day for That's breakfast. A for breakfast, I was limited to four pieces of toast and four eggs. Uh, and also only two glasses of milk for uh, snacks. I was limited to only two sandwiches a day. I think I was also only limited to two plates of nachos a day. And also, you have to remember at the time I did weigh 145 pounds, so it was not like I was a fat boy. I was just a very active boy, and I ate so much. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go spend." It was summertime. Michael didn't have a job. I'm gonna go spend the rest of the day on the trampoline. Bye. <laughs> and that's not a joke. I'm gonna go talk to him on the phone for eight hours while I'm jumping on the trampoline. See ya. I'm out. What? But for real, though, I would, my parents would go to bed and I would wait until they went to sleep and then I would sneak up the stairs, standing on the edge so it wouldn't squeak the stairs, and then I would go into the refrigerator and eat food. So I guess I am also a thiefery. You've done a theft. I've done a theft. Okay, cool. So what is the other, you said we're going to play truth, truth, and the truth. Oh, uh, no, I just, truth? I just wanted to ask if you stole something on the record. Yeah, I don't think I've ever stolen from, like a store i don't think i ever I, like one time a store thought i was because i was absentmindedly walking around with stuff in my hand 
There was the one time, yeah, I went to go buy the Nerf, the Nerf bandolier thing, and I checked out before you, and you just started to walk out with me, and the lady was like, are you going to pay for that? And you're like, yeah, yeah, my bad. I've had that happen two times. <laughs> Once I had a bag of chicken that I almost just walked out the door with. Yeah, I, um, I'm always the guy that they think is going to steal from Walmart, though. So, like, almost it doesn't matter what you I have that have. kind. You have that kind what of look. I have that look apparently because like there'll be like six people walking out of the door and everybody walks right by the person with just bags of <laughs> groceries and stuff and like yo yo I gotta see a receipt and I'm like what are you talking about? It is why me? I'm like okay here's my receipt and they're like okay cool go ahead. I'm like what is that though? It's, Every time it's Christmas time. It's the perfect time of the year for stealing things to it's give the to whole other people time. to Robin Hood the Walmart. To give to your mom for Christmas. I feel like my gift to mom is like, hey, mom, next time you have to go to Walmart late at night, call me. I'll go for you. <laughs> I, I think Christmas. dad does that if he's in town. Dang it. Or they call me because <laughs> they do that. I. People talk about not liking to go into stores during Christmas time. And there's something to that because they're way busier than they normally would be. But also, let me talk about something and that is the holiday spirit there is a general sense of cheeriness that happens i'm not saying it's 100 percent. i'm not saying that all of these people are religious in fact i'm absolutely saying they're not so i said holiday spirit because it could be hanukkah could be kwanzmas kwanzaa could be um, the what's the metal pole one festivus for the rest of us um that's a Seinfeld joke. You're supposed to get it. Right. Um, There's a lot of episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah, who Michael. knew? Who knew that show lasted a very long time? Uh, I would argue a little too long. Some of the later seasons aren't very good. Well, it went out on the top still. Yeah, they ended that show not because it was doing bad, but it was at the very top, and he said, I don't want it to get bad, and he ended it. I mean, it's not bad. You want to rate Seinfeld real quick? I think Seinfeld's a 10 out of 10, dude. I freaking love that show. I was going to go like eight, but I can do at least a nine. Okay, you could look at the impact Seinfeld had on TV. The impact Seinfeld had is a ten. as heck. The impact Seinfeld had is a ten. Not every episode is transcendent, though. There's some that are fine. And? There's some that aren't funny. There's some that are weirdly and just don't hold up because they're kind of weird now. (laughs) There's one where Jerry drugs a girl to sleep so he can play with her superhero collection. It just doesn't feel right anymore. (laughs) yeah there's the one we can give Seinfeld the 9 because like again it was the impact the impact of 10 the show a 9 it's a good show Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's hair though a 4 it's not it's very weird (laughs) almost every time it it cuts to Jerry doing stand up in the show his stand up is terrible in the show very bad but you want to know something funny that's a stand-up for really. Oh, if you man. watch Jerry, I'm like, here's the thing. I think Seinfeld's so <laughs> funny. I don't, th- and I think I have a lot of. Re- I, I don't think I have a lot of respect for Jerry Seinfeld as a comedian and his love and respect for the craft of comedy. I do not think his stand-up's very good. Like his delivery is good. I don't think his jokes are there. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm Seinfeld. My my jokes are funny, but I can't do stand. I've never tried. I don't have a huge... I, at one point, I did have a desire to do it until I realized that I could probably just podcast and do it from my home and make people laugh from afar. And that was rad to me. And then you didn't have to be in front of anybody? I don't have to be in front of anybody. I mean, I could be in front of 
one million people right now. We are the most important podcast on the internet. I think... But as you can see, I am wearing pajama pants. I was kind of hoping that would be out of frame, but then I lifted my leg up and now it's not. No, it's not. Um, Wearing your pajama pants while entertaining the masses. 10 out of 10. Though you're not doing it. You have to agree. I do think it's a 10. (laughs) I don't own any pajama pants. Um... I probably wouldn't if it weren't for Amanda's grandma, who doesn't know anything about me. I hope Is she's she the not listening. Who got you those dope hipster socks? Yeah, dude, she gets don't me, match. She gets they me socks every year. That don't actually. Match. I think Amanda bought these for me, but she does buy me socks every year because, and I feel bad because I don't know how to explain my hobbies or life to her. She's a nice lady, well, but I am a no- I'm not a normal person. Yeah, I said something to somebody about. I do a podcast and they're like, well, it's a podcast. And I was like, it's I 2018. Said in, dog. I said internet radio on demand. Th- this isn't a joke. So what you're saying is you ripped off, um, who the who black tapes. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's internet radio on demand. And they're like, it's Netflix for radio shows. Yeah. I was like, but anyone could do, I mean, not any, okay. I used to say that anyone could podcast, but I guess anyone could not podcast, but almost everyone can. There's more podcasts than there are people in the world. That really? came out, yeah. Nice. Is you it? Because Kevin Smith... Working, mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We are beating some people then. Dude, we're freaking killing it, man. If there, are podca- if there are a number of podcasts equal to the number of people in the world, we are not last place. We're probably somewhere right there in the middle. In all, Yeah, in all honesty. Probably. In all honesty, we're doing pretty good. Because yeah, Kevin Smith has talked about that like a lot. He's just like, I think people seem to do the thing. He's like, I podcast for a living now. It's the easiest thing in the whole world. He's like, do you got like a phone or anything that records audio? Sit it down, talk. Done. I think it's the the posting and the like consistency that people have a hard time with. Yeah, and also here's the thing about Kevin Smith. Um, I don't know if the dude realizes how charismatic he is and how good his joke timing is. Because again, Kevin Smith's jokes is the he's the inverse of Seinfeld. He's the jokes are not that funny or that clever. His delivery of the jokes that he has is very good almost 100% of the time. I don't know if he realizes that's a thing that not everybody can do. You want me to tell you the strength of our show? We know exactly how funny we are. And it's like a 6 out of 10. I was going to say Most six. of the time, we're a 6 out of 10. Sometimes we hit that 8, I think. But most yeah, of the time, we're like a, a, a solid 6. If we did point fives, I would give us at least a point three. If we had a pointed system, we'd be at 6.3. Dude, if we had a pointed system, we'd never get anything. We'd never agree. We'd argue those little minute details. But you know what people don't argue minute details around? Christmas. Christmas. Christmas time, the holiday spirit. Because let me tell you what. It is nice that for one month out of the year, you can walk into a grocery, a busy grocery store and interact with people. And generally, people are in a better mood. That's true. Like, most of the time, you're not just going to get cussed out around Christmas time. Most of the time. There's the people. There's literally the, the um, Salvation Army people that sit in front of Walmart every time. Mm-hmm. And every time you walk in, they're like, hey, Merry Christmas, man. They don't ask me for money. I mean, they're ringing the bell asking for money. They don't ask me for money. They greet me. Everyone in the store greets me. You hand somebody something. Normally, they're like, have a good day. They're like, hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, Merry Christmas to you, too. It's so good also it's you can fun... sing some cool songs like the chestnuts roasting on open fire which no one has ever done 
no one that you talk to has ever roasted chestnuts on an open fire. But we love the song. Usher loves the song. Justin Bieber loves the song. For sure. Um, deck the halls with boughs of holly. Who decks their halls? I mean, what does that technically mean? Um, what's the what is? It's just say, it's just hanging holly down your halls. Who decorates their hallway? Is what I'm saying. No one. No one decorates their hallway. No offense. The most decorations anyone does for hallway is that's where they stick their family pictures. So when you're walking down the hallway, people can look at them waiting in the bathroom because you only have one or something like that. People should decorate their hallways. Follow la 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 la. That's the millennial version. People should decorate their hallways. Follow la 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 la. Um, Dawn, we now are gay apparel. That means something quite different now than it probably originally. Maybe it probably means it. it, I don't know, but it was written a very long time ago, and it probably means something now. Now, when we don our gay apparel, it does mean something very different than it used to. It just means you put on your, you grab your rainbow flag, right? Yeah, it means you grab your rainbow flag and your spandex pants. Yeah. But I don't know if that's always what it meant. And probably because it was a Christmas thing, it probably meant something at least warmer. Dude, 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 dude. You know um, everybody's favorite date rape song? Yeah. Have you heard the clean version of this? The version that people have cleaned up? I mean, I've heard lots of versions that people have cleaned up. There is a like an official release thing that went like fairly viral about these two people. And she's like, I really can't stay. And he's like, baby, I'm fine with that. Da-da. Okay, it I haven't heard that one. Hilarious. Because here's the thing, it is not done out of joke at all. It is done with all sincerity. Speaking of things that were not done out of joke, did you see that PETA tweet? Dude, the freaking oh We can't use Yeah. Instead of saying beat a dead horse, you say feed a fed horse. Feed a fed horse. Because we don't want to talk we don't want to use negative animal terms. By the way, that PETA or it's that pita kill a bird with one stone. It's feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> I'm gonna give which, which, I'm gonna give that thing an eight out of ten. Which to give Philip DeFranco credit for that, he's like, one of those things is much harder to do. That's why the saying exists. I am going to give that PETA tweet and those PETA answers an 8 out of 10 because they it united the internet that, well that's what Philip DeFranco says it oh, united really? the okay. internet yeah did you not finish that video <laughs> <laughs> Philip is like they did something no one else could do in 2018 which is unite people <laughs> so yes they united the internet but most importantly I just love a good public troll because you know they didn't they weren't serious with that PETA's never serious with anything they do I think Ever. they're just trying to get popular <laughs> kind of like someone else that I know KSI um did you watch any of that rap beef going on yeah i've I've seen i've been following it from keemstar my boy killer keemstar who do you think who do you think won um i i think that it's i i think that everyone loses because it's all fake i think that everyone loses because it's all fake okay but here's the thing who do you think actually had a better diss track i didn't listen to any of the whole ones i just listened to killer keemstar oh you should listen to the diss tracks um because one of them clearly wins and yes i agree with you I I think that they know each other and they're doing a whole bit and stuff. Do you think we should show. start a rap beef between us, like two? Like, Me and you rap. Do you want? Well, but other? like we would have to if we were really selling this, we would have to pretend that we recorded this show a bunch of times ahead of time during the beef, or just stop doing the show. Oh no no no! no. So here's the thing: we put a divider up <laughs> for when we record. There's like this something that divides us here. 
That's what 2018 needs more of. Division. Division. Everyone is all together. We just need more fighting. So let's not do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like every time I look at Facebook and I go, man, I'm really glad that everybody uses this really cool form of communication and stuff to rather than like reaching out to friends that they haven't had or keeping up with long distance um, relationships or friendships and things like that. I'm really glad that Facebook is exclusively used for alienating as many people as you can because of uh, political beliefs and standpoints. That's all Facebook is. Should we just get on Facebook and post like, hey man, Merry Christmas. We should. And just like, <laughs> how, many, like how many likes would that get? Like if I just got on Facebook right now, where's my stupid phone? Oh, it's, it's recording this it's podcast. Really if I just got on my phone right now and I just like tweeted and got on Facebook and posted, hey man, comma, and it, I wouldn't, this would not be just anybody. I'd just be like, hey man. Merry hey, Christmas. Michael, you think you, anyone would like you it? You sexist piece of trash. Do you, think, man? do you think anyone would like it? I don't think it would. I'm curious how well that would I've, do. I've I've posted many statuses to Facebook that have not been liked. Yeah, but like that's <laughs> something that we should like get behind. Instead of like, hold on. Talk. I'm going to be right there. You're gonna go, so Michael, I'm assuming, is going to go post this on Facebook? Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah, so... I I mean I'll like it a few months from now. Would you check it? Yeah, the way that I check Facebook is in bulk, and where Michael always will send me a message or something where he's like, "Well, you checked Facebook," because I like most of the things Michael does and says on Facebook, like legitimately, but I don't see them for a long time. So I'll check Facebook like once every few months, and I'll spam like everything Michael's done since the last time I've pretty much done that. Um, I think the last thing I posted to Facebook that was a status, um, that wasn't a joke. It was something I was legitimately excited about. I think was, um, I was in a store and heard a trash boat song and I was super psyched about it and nobody cared. If you see that post or if you're listening to our ears right now, get on, um, our YouTube, (laughs) get on our Facebook. Did you listening to our ears? I probably did. (laughs) If you if you're hearing my voice right now, just get on the post that I'm on. I want everyone that's listening that has the capability to do this to do this. Just get in the comment thread and say Merry Christmas. That's Merry all you Christmas. want. That's all I want you to say. Merry Christmas to you. Say Merry Christmas to us. I want this post to just like to say I want to spread some of that good 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 Christmas cheer. And and we know that the best way to spread Christmas cheer is by you Speaking, suck. Singing, singing loud for all to hear. Thanks, man. Thanks for, coming. Thanks for having my back there, you wiener tard. Um, I, 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 I was see. I was. I had the song the to say Merry Christmas. I was just like, I was like, there's more words to that. It was playing on a loop in my head, and then I tuned in as you were throwing me the thing. I was like, oh shoot, what was Michael saying? But the second best way is to comment Merry Christmas on people's threads because let's face it, it's better than what you were going to say. Which was nothing on our posts. And like in general on the internet, telling people Merry Christmas probably better than what you were going to say anyway. So I would argue eight out of ten times better than what you're going to say. How would you vote um, spreading Christmas cheer? 
A 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's very Christmas good. Christmas cheer is what I brought to rate. A uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if we were going to actually say that. Yeah, Christmas cheer is a 10 out of 10. I, I, feel, I feel like that goes without saying. But I do want people in the future when the post-apocalypse comes and the zombies are eating everyone to know that there used to be a time of year that was nice. Which was most times a year compared to then, but also Christmas. No, actually, dude, I think that, like, your people are super wrong about this. Because I think that apocalyptic times, like, the zombies will be cool for, like, a second during December. Like, it'll get cold and the zombies will be like, I need to freaking chill and be cool for a second. Stop eating these buds so they can enjoy their Christmas and then we'll get back to it. I mean, because that warms my heart a little bit. Like, I think that's how that works. That warms my heart just a little bit. Like, I'm like, hey, hey, Kirkman, where's the freaking Christmas issue of Walking Dead? Where Where everyone chills for a sec. Where the zombies are like, hold on. And like, Negan's about to freaking, uh, hey, spoilers. Negan's about to beat the mess out of Glenn with Lucille and goes, ah, dude, it's freaking December time. We'll get back to me killing Glenn, was like, it, in January. Was it World War Two, where, like, the Germans and the Americans just had a Christmas yeah. party? Yeah, they did it. They had a quick <laughs> chill hang A quick cheese, a ceasefire just so they could have Christmas, and then they got back mm-hmm. to murdering each other next day. Right back to war, yeah. If they can do it. If, liter- if literally the Nazis could do it. The literal <laughs> freaking Nazis could do Nazis it. The Nazis could be cool for a second. If they could just freaking chill for a sec. Could you all just chill for a freaking second? Just a sec, dude. Oh, my word. Could you use Facebook for anything besides trying to alienate people? Um. Yeah, I just... While you were talking, I was mostly distracted in my own mind. Thinking about... um. You know, our father loves the song We Three Kings. Yeah. I don't think that's a very good song, and I don't think anything happens in it. We Three Kings, Warrior Heart. Bearing gifts we travel so far. Fields and paths, more mountains following yonder star. It's, I guess uh, they, they go give the presents to baby Jesus. Star of wonder, star of night, star of royal beauty, bright westward leading, still proceeding. They don't talk about Jesus in that first verse, dude. Yeah, but it's implied. <laughs> it's so dumb. Hey, Michael. Yo, best Christmas song. I know it. Can you can you get it right? Do you know the best Christmas song? Because I do. It's subjective. I mean, I people honest- would say it was subjective, but I know the right answer. I honestly think my favorite Christmas song is Baby It's Cold Outside. No, it's Hark the Herald Angels Sing, you freaking pagan. Is it Hark the Herald Angels Sing not even a Christmas song? Is I it think only the first verse about... Or what song am I thinking of? Uh, Joy to the World? Joy to the World. Joy to the World's the one that's about the kingdom, but Heart the Herald Angels Sing is the best Christmas song because it has the best actual Christmas lyrics, and also, it's just straight fire. If it were a rap battle, it would win. Hit us hit us with a rap version of Heart the Herald Angels Sing. I don't want to hear that because <laughs> I don't want to ruin a perfect song. <laughs> hey, Michael, thanks for yes anding. Sometimes... When people ask you, sometimes when there's peer pressure in the world, I was homeschooled. My mom told me this. Sometimes when there's peer pressure, you just say no. Just say no to drugs. Just say no to ruining good songs. When moms, I liked any time mom vaguely, or not even vaguely, but would remember things from like the 80s and stuff and reference them like we knew what they were because it was sometimes the most ridiculous mom ever seemed. Like the day that mom looked at us after she did something a little crazy you don't remember what it was but she goes this is your mom this is your mom on drugs 
It was one of the funniest, because, like, she's obviously referencing this dumb drug commercial, but, like, <laughs> what? It's one of, that's, that's one of my favorite memories. I mean, I we're going to do what that. mom did. You're going to do that to my children. Oh, I guarantee You're going to make, like, quotes. You, I mean, the first thing like, what's that? What's that? And they're going to be like, huh? huh? <laughs> it's or, like, like, it's like the time that you're at my football game. My kids won't know and what you, flossing is. And you told, and you that guy said it was cold, and you were like, word. And then he looked over you like, huh? <laughs> and you were like, I guess I'm old now. My children won't know how to dab on the haters. Oh, uh, no. No, because we're going to get dad dabbing, and dad will dab for forever. So your kids will know how to I dab. I do hope dad dabs to the day that we die. Dad's going to outlive us both. Can we acknowledge that? While I think that he deserves to... I don't know if I wish bearing. Should I get real here for a sec? Never mind. That's not funny. I won't hey, say that. Jokes. <laughs> I won't say that. I won't talk about dying again because you know. Yeah, we'll go back to talking about death and stuff on our comedy podcast because the thing we we're gonna say was too unfunny. I was about to say something really dark, and it wasn't about suicide this time, so I won't have to edit it out. But we also didn't say it. I also didn't say it. I guess. You don't have to, hey Michael, you don't have to edit out the thoughts, like, for instance, Oh, thank well, goodness. I mean, you do have to edit out the thoughts. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, no, it's still like, for instance, Michael, every time that I'm thinking of a bad joke to say in my head, I don't have to, e- you don't have to edit the bad jokes in my head out, you have to edit the bad jokes in that are out of my mouth out. Those are the ones you have to take out of the show. Sometimes I don't know the difference. I know it's in your head. I do. I honestly do think sometimes you realize the joke I'm formulating because sometimes you hard turn. Like there have been times I've things. cut it off because I thought you're gonna say something very dumb before. Yeah, and like I think like you'll be talking and like I'll open my mouth and you'll just freaking <laughs> left turn. I'm like, that's fair. Actually, it's, ca- it's called it's called the mental yeet. <laughs> you'll be like, you'll be like yeet. And I'm like, oh yeah, good point. And usually, like in my head, I'm like, you know, that's fair. What I was gonna say was stupid as heck. But I mean, you gotta try, See, right? that's smart, because I try to save you, no one saves me, I just say it anyway. I'm not fast enough. I think that's why people think I make more jokes on this show, because Michael's trying to anticipate <laughs> the dumb things I'm going to say and make jokes. Oh, my word. What did you bring to rate this week? Um, It's not really Christmassy at all. Okay. and I'll make know, it Christmassy. It's okay. Sh- <laughs> we usually talk about good things that we like for the most part on the show not always we've done but, hit pieces for, for the most part yeah i want to do a hit piece michael oh yeah also spoilers because i'm gonna get into some deep cuts about this thing that you also won't get so spoilers for you cut me off if you want to watch the show at some point have you guys seen lost some lost is a very odd TV show. I think a lot of our audience has seen Lost, so I think I'll let this deep cut go a little bit. Lost is a very odd TV show, because let me let me pitch to you Lost Season 1. Rip. Um, there is a doctor who is very charismatic on a plane, and the plane uh, breaks in half for some odd reason. It crashes. I'm sure it's explained somewhere. Vaguely crashes on um an i not i don't think it is i think the smoke monster is the explanation for most things when when i think about lost you know (laughs) 
The smoke the smoke pops are one of the only things on that show that's pretty cool the whole time up until they try to explain it. I can like, na- I can say a few things about Lost. Do you want me to tell you what I have? Yeah, tell me what you know about Lost, and I'll fill in the gaps and details and tell you why it's a two out of ten. Hurley. The Weezer album. The Weezer album. Yeah, okay. I mean And the man of the name, the big curly dude. I freaking do love the album Hurley, which might be the best thing about Lost. Uh two. Uh, one of the Hobbits, Pippin maybe, or maybe Mary, I don't know. One of the Hobbits is in that movie. I want to say Mary. Three, the smoke monster. Four, purgatory. That's it. So, <laughs> this doctor. Okay. They crash on the island. Um, Does the doctor live? Yeah. Every, well, not well, everybody. At the first, at least. Yeah, a lot of people live. Okay. Maybe... It depends on what theory you go with. Well, I guess if it's purgatory, they're all dead. It depends on how the show ends. (laughs) Because some people say purgatory. The creators of Lost said not purgatory. And everybody's like, well, the best thing we could go with. What did the creators of Lost say? They didn't say anything. So here, they did. Oh, they just just disproved everyone else's theory. No, they were just like, nope, that's not it. And I'm like, if everybody who loved your show watched it and did was like hey they gave us this horse poop and the best thing we could do was turn into like tree bark a polished turd which still isn't good to eat but it's better than what you gave us at least if you boil it it could be swallowed and then you go you go nope that's probably just not a good move yeah i felt that way about mass effect 3 yeah (laughs) yeah like what well i mean i think the ending that the guy had for mass effect 3 was good though Yes. Unlike sure, the sure. ending that the people have for Lost was okay at best. Do you think that show is trash the whole time then? No. So here's the thing. This is why like, I'm, I'm pitching you on Lost. Like, so then all kinds of weird supernatural stuff happens and this doctor and like all of these people like kind of rally around him as like a leader and he tries to like figure out what's going on and get them off of the island and they slowly but surely unravel a few mysteries. Yeah, the show seems super rad to me. It is super rad. And then you watch season two and you go, okay, that's pretty good. And you watch season three. And Does it just go down the whole time? Oh, no. no season three is like season oh, okay. one, two and three are good. Okay. And like they introduce like a lot of other things. Like it's I think season three is when you get really into like the others and stuff. What like, about the smoke monster, though? Swing Monster is uh, not as big of a threat as you would imagine. Dang it! Almost no, because yeah, here's the thing: Smoke Monster is crazy rad. Smoke Monster is super rad up until like the last season of the show, but where I... they try to explain the Smoke Monster, and then he kind of gets kind of dumb. But IRL, the Smoke Monster in real life would just be bad. It would kill people. Yeah. In real life, yeah. the smoke monster, if, if you rate all of the things in the world and there's also a smoke monster, he's probably one of the baddest. <laughs> like, how do you, yeah, how do you fight it? <laughs> how do you fight it? It's made of smoke. <laughs> With a vacuum. <laughs> you get a big fan. That sucks. A stiff breeze. <laughs> you huffed and you puffed and you blew his whole scene up. <laughs> Okay, continue with your Lost explanation. And then in season four of Lost, they do this thing where um, some of them get off the island, some of them don't, and then they find out that the reason that they could not get off of the island and nobody rescued them for so long is because the island time travels. Did you know this? I feel like I've heard people say that phrase before. So, what's wrong with the island time traveling? Because every once in a while, how do you know that our house doesn't time travel? Because it's. Did you know that if you went over there to that room that's directly behind the camera, you would be there sleeping and we would not have started this podcast yet? That's not how the time travel works. So, like. 
So then. So did they meet like a Nazi or something? Huh? Did they meet like a Nazi or something? I think so. I don't know. Do they, do they use this to explain people rezzing from the dead? Not really. Okay. Okay. That's good. So like, then the island time travel, they do blow up a nuke. And the island? Yeah. Do they live? And back in time times. And then they travel forward in time. Because um, there's the the tall, dark, and handsome brooding boy, uh, Sawyer. He does fall in love with um, one of the bad guys from Once Upon a Time. I don't remember her name. And she dies in back in time times. And he's really mad at Jack for essentially saving his life. And then... They get off the island again. And then also, but real quick, there's also these people who worship the island under the guise that the island does special things and has magic powers. Well, it sounds like they're right, actually, though. Yeah, but, like, there's, like, ways to get what you want from the island and things. Okay. And this is the coolest part about Lost. Do you want to know why? Because? They never once try to explain it. They act like they do, and then there's always a swerve move. And that part of Lost is never explained. So then what happens in Lost is everybody gets off the island again, but they're off off the island for like a while. There's, um, again, I watched... They go back? Yeah. So they got off once and go back, and then they get off again and go back. You cannot make this show sound any stupider to me now. (laughs) Like, you don't have to explain anything else. Dude, the best the show's called, and I quote, Lost. Well, the best part is, so they get off the island the first time, and then Jack goes ape They all get crazy. off? Yeah. Oh, frick. Pretty Come much. on. No, I think some of them are back in time. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so like, yeah, because at one, at one point, there's two, there's so. Lost. Every episode of Lost focuses on one character's backstory to where you get flashbacks of them not on the island. Yep. There is a season of Lost with the one where they're traveling in time where there are flashbacks to before the island, flashbacks to the time that they were off the island for a little bit after they were on the island. There is flashes between... <sighs> The people who are on the island still, but in modern day, and flashes to people who are on the island, but in the past, but currently. I have some something, I, it's a side note, but it's very rele- relevant. Yeah. If you're watching a fiction, and major, extreme major parts of the plot can be completely wiped away with a something called a brain... You have written a problem into your show. For instance, um, we watched a show for this website uh, called No End House. Yeah. Where people get trapped inside a haunted house that tries to kill them. Mm-hmm. And they get out in episode four. Mm-hmm. And then they go back in? And then they go back in. Well, yeah, Michael, here's the cool thing. There's a part in in Lost where Jack goes ape poop crazy. And they're off the island, and then he does, like, a quick get the band back together, trying to pitch everybody in the show that they need to go back to the island. Which, to the show's credit, all of them essentially go, 
Screw off, no. Um, we were on Purgatory Island for how long and you want to go back? But he's like, nah, dude, I don't think we were supposed to get off. And they're like, what do you mean, Jack? You sound like a crazy person. He's like, nope. So, prison, again, br- prison break. How many times do they go back to prison? Oh, F. Um, <laughs> more than once. The answer is more than once. Four times. In the video game Until Dawn, they go somewhere and two people die. And what do they do the next year? Go back. They go back. In um, but did in the movie die in Until Dawn because of supernatural circumstances in the like the first year. Yeah. Did they know that? Well, the f- supernatural circumstances yeah. the first year. Yeah. Well, it's like them, yes, but they don't know yeah, it. So them going back is more reasonable because like a yes, little somebody bit. died there. That's sad, but like also they don't. Hey, when day goes like sure, but I mean like sometimes there's ways like so for instance there's a, a a YouTube channel that we love that you probably have heard of if you like YouTube called Film Theory mm-hmm. where the guy talks about film theories and he makes a survival guide for how to survive in the Hunger Ga- Hunger Games world. Mm-hmm. That specifically is like in the Hunger Games games. And number one way to survive the Hunger Games is to not volunteer yourself, aka Katniss. <laughs> Who says, I'm going to be in the Hunger Games this year, please. Well, like, also, one thing I never understood about the Hunger Games was like, okay, I don't want to do this. But so <laughs> lost. <laughs> Hunger Games, two. Two out of ten. Dude, I have so many bad things to say about The Hunger Games 2 out of 10. I've never read the books. I have. I've seen the movies. In fact, Not the good. books the books are at, are so tedious at some point that even the author gave up. <laughs> if you've read that last Wait, book, you the- <laughs> if you've read that last book, even the author gives up. So, well like The Hunger Games movies, here's my here's how The Hunger Games movies go. One's fine. It's it's one might be a perfect five out of ten, actually. Okay. okay. Is one. Two is a six out of ten. Three and four are I, both twos. I forgot there were four. Oh no. Are both twos. At one point, Katniss is championing the rebellion people. What are they? I don't know. The resistance, whatever they're called. Yeah, the peeps. The, and then the lower peeps. And then the capitals like bombing um this hospital that she was just like trying to help and then this show that i so one of my big things i was like i don't like the hunger games movies because i want like high flying action and none of that's in the hunger games movies they try to keep everything pretty grounded and everybody's like well that's the point of the story so then she shoots a plane out of the sky with her bow and arrow mm-hmm. as one does because it's very real and grounded yeah and dude. Then whoever did the action like the um geometry and the landscaping the, of the spec of, of the shot, yeah, was not paying attention of where these planes were bombing because the planes then dive into the hospital that they were just bombing, while everybody cheers that Katniss was able to shoot down the plane. What's the problem? <laughs> they don't feel pain anymore. Uh, lost is bad. Lost is so Did you bad. have anything else you need to get off your chest? I want to hear your rating for Lost, honestly. So, like, there's a part in Lost when they find a dude who's been hiding in a underground bunker the whole time they've been there with food and stuff. But unbeknownst to him, or, like, that they're there, and then the bunker opens one day, 
and they find him. I think I've seen that episode. And then, um, apparently they like, they interact and they're like this whole thing and they super late in the show after his introduction, bring up the fact like, oh yeah, every single day I type in this code since I've been here, they told me to. And they're like, what? What code? I also am pretty sure that he's from the past, but doesn't know that he time traveled. Sure. I mean, would you know you time traveled? It's not like things would be different in the future. I mean, with the way everybody acts and the way that... Every- <sighs> Whatever. So, <laughs> um, he types it. So, he's supposed to type in this code and stuff every time. And then they just don't. And they don't explain why. And my thing is, is like... If you live on this island when everything's kind of crazy and ridiculous and most things are trying to kill you, including a freaking polar bear at one point, which was kind of a cool scene, but, um, I would probably- Polar bears are scary. I would just try to do a thing where I didn't do anything to upset the balance, but they essentially like, yeah, no, screw off Desmond, and they don't put in the code, and then, like, a giant purple hue light shoots out, and they also never talk about that almost ever again for the whole show. Like, Desmond freaks out. Everybody hears, like, a loud screeching noise. There's... Maybe they all died then. But, like, you would think that something that is a huge deal like that, that there's a visual effect in real life that everybody sees and stuff, they would, there would even be throwaway lines about, like, a few episodes from later for at least the rest of the season I'm going to be like, we can't tell anything different. Like, nothing's really changed since the light. Sometimes... Sometimes people who write TV shows have an idea, and I think that the producers take it away from them, and they're like, but what if I slip it into the show, and then no one talks about it again? So he's like, here's my here's my dope freaking bright light plot thread. And then, that way, <laughs> some night when they're at a drunk party, or a drunk at a party, at a drunk party... <laughs> At a drunk when party. they're drunk at a drunk party and their friends say, dude, what was with that scene? And they can be like, this is what was supposed to happen. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, they're like, so here's the thing. The producers liked the episode, but they did not like how it was supposed to end. So they let me do the episode. And I assumed at some point I could circle around back on that because we set it up here. So eventually, you know, and then they were like, yeah, but yeah, you still can't do this thing. He's like, but. Okay. I get... Lost is bad. I think Lost is a 4 out of 10. Ooh. That's harsh. But but Hurley? 10? The character or the album? Uh, It's all the same thing. Yeah, 10. 10. I really do like... Like, I... Lost... And here's the even sadder part was... <laughs> you asked if Lost was a steady decline. And the answer was no. Lost has three good seasons, and then Lost is like, ends here... So, like, there's a little bit of peaks and valleys and stuff, like, some filler episodes and things. But, like, like essentially, the highest loss I've ever been is here. Loss in season three, about here. It's not much lower. It's a very good show. Then season four, Lost is here. The rest of the time, or lower. So, would Lost be better if you watch it with my methodology? Which, so far, I've been doing this, and it's worked out for me. You watch a TV show, and if it's good, you keep watching it. And if you get a real strong feeling the with the episodes that you're watching, that we might be following the trail that leads to butt crack, then you just stop and make up the rest. 
you know, the per the perfect would the show would the, the show be better if you watched it with yes. my method? Yes, the perfect ending to Lost that like without like trying to look up fan fiction or any theories or any extended stuff that people have tried to do. The perfect ending for Lost the show, just watching the show is you watch episode one of season one and you watch all the way through to the end of season three and then you go. I think this happens, and you walk away. Don't I don't really want to watch any more Twin Peaks, because the way that Twin Peaks season two ends, I think it's a perfect ending. I think it's going to be butt after that. Uh, I was watching a TV show called Twelve Monkeys. That was a sci-fi original show. That show's first season quite killer, quite killer. Uh, the second season, which I believe is what I was watching. It just takes some real strong, hard, we'll say, for lack of uh, better words at the same time. Turns. It takes some CW series turns where characters, <laughs> it goes characters stop using logic and start. it just becomes a soap opera. And I said, Amanda says, did you want to watch more 12 Monkey? And I was like, not really. I said, it started as not tonight. I'm not in the mood. Because we were watching the show like a lot when we first started it. And then and then it was Are we ever gonna watch that show again? And I was like, Yeah, probably we should. And then it turned into Hey, remember when we were watching Twelve Monkeys? We're like, man, that show took some turns. I don't know if I care anymore. The The only show that I think I've ever seen go bad faster than Arrow Heroes is Heroes. I watched f- Four episodes of Heroes is a rad show. I don't know if I want to watch more though. You want to watch more of Heroes? Here's the not thing. much more though. You want no? You want to watch exactly twenty one episodes of Heroes because twenty one episodes of Heroes is per- is the perfect television show. <laughs> I can. I've told so many people. I cannot stress to anybody. It's an old show. If you ever have the opportunity to watch the first season of Heroes. Do it. It is the perfect television show. It's so good. There's time travel rules that are consistent for season one it's so good by nature of there being a second season entire character arts art character arcs are turned to dust and spat on so they did the thing i i said where the producers just take away the writer's ability to make a show well here's the thing they also they chose to it was did that the show oh, i was gonna say did that show die from the writer's strike well not the writer went on record to be like, no, that's my whole thing. And then they essentially threw a contract. And I'm like, well, you're in, you signed on for so many. And he's like, but so I, he, I'm almost positive. He tanked he, his own no, show. He tried to do one. He pitched an anthology series. Oh, he's like, okay, season two can be about something completely different. And they were like, no. And he's like, but and then the writer strike happened. I, I know. <laughs> he's like, so season two is 15 episodes of total gutter trash which gets worse hero season three and four are honestly some of the worst tv i've ever seen in my whole life (sighs) judging like compared to arrow and stuff like arrow is an award-winning phenomenal show where characters make phenomenal good logic-based decisions a hundred percent of the time compared to Freaking season four. That is a bold statement. The, the idea that Arrow could not be the worst show on TV is a bold statement. I mean, it might be right now, but if if Arrow season... What about the, the reboot? Se- what about the reboot of Heroes? It was fine. Like, they did some... Okay. 
no, actually, it started fine. And then they were like, well, all of this stuff's connected. And you go, and you're like, this is bad now. And that's why it only got one season. Man, I hate Heroes so much. I used to say I liked it, but I hate it because I've come to the conclusion that if there's, let's say, a hundred episodes of Heroes between episode one and the reboot, and you like only 21 of those episodes, maybe you don't it's like that. It's a bad one. It's a bad ratio. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Life's What You Rate It, where we didn't so much make a lot of jokes, but Mark had a lot of things that he had to get off of his chest. We've done this before. I I legitimately do we'll probably hate do boss. it again. I do, most importantly, I'm glad that you held it in until what a decade after the show goes off the air. I'm well, glad yeah, that you I waited mean, this. Well, like, it was you, like, we were, no, you were dude, biting because, your time because here's the thing. <laughs> I do look. John liked your Merry Christmas. Oh, you freaking scared me so bad. Why? I don't know. I just didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, John liked your Merry Christmas. Oh. Um. No, here's the here's the thing. Oh, the reason man. I cannot talk about Lost sooner was um, it was under the statute of limitations. Yeah, there was a statute of limitations of spoilers because everybody cared about Lost so much for so long until now. This is the day. Yeah, no, this is this is the day when everybody can firmly agree. If you walk into some hobo on the street and go, "You care about Lost spoilers?" They go, "What?" They go, "No, I'm good actually. I don't think I'll get around to it anymore." <laughs> They're like, "I won't get around." Or yeah, that indie was trash. Or I fell off at season four because it looked like it was going to be butt. And you're like, man, I wish I would have done what you did. Thank you for listening to last what you rate it. Remember, <laughs> don't scare me again. Remember to spread that Christmas cheer. And also remember that now the statute of limitations from Lost is officially up and you can talk about it. And you can comment your thoughts on Lost in the thread too. People like that. Like people have things to say, but I, I, I made that joke, but I really do think that people still have a little bit of residual things they need to say about that show. Yeah, like no joke. If you bring up Lost to anybody who's seen all of that show and is in any way like a nerdy person about anything, they will get We're talking like, to we're talking to moms though. Well yeah, like no, okay, but like any bit in a way of somebody who's passionate, not nerdy, passionate about TV or good story, there will be I don't think moms will, are passionate. Though. They will get about anything that will get except children and pinterest 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 but also here's the thing like if their moms like talk to their husbands or something who might have watched lost and their husband's like yeah they'll get a little bit heated they'll be like oh yeah i remember lost is pretty good and they'll talk about it a little bit and then they'll remember how buck wild that show gets while they're talking about I've, dude i've done this before with every person i've talked to about lost they'll talk about it and be like yeah it's pretty good and you'll talk about it, talk about it and then they'll be like no, this show is kind of butt and they'll get a little heated about it because it's like six seasons and, and the last episode's like three hours yeah is there a movie uh it's not like theatrically released like the last episode's like two and a half hours I six think. seasons of the movie dog yeah just like community or was community referencing that probably it wouldn't surprise me if they were freaking lost and like yeah the the biggest disappointing thing about lost is you still you still want to watch it is the thing at no i i recognized how bad lost was are you free yet do you still want to watch it yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm free now. No, what I mean, what I mean was like during was, during the process yeah, when I was watching Lost, I got to the point when 
I think it was the first episode when there was all of the different flashbacks on layers and time do travel you think, stuff. Do you think that my... I would, I would, do you think I would get hooked and watch the six seasons? Or do you think I would have actually drifted? You probably would have drifted. Because I feel like I drift pretty easily if I need to. But that was only six episodes, though. You did, but like, here's the thing. For as much dumb stuff, and okay, this is a positive thing I'm going to say. For six seasons of a show, for though, as, dude, that's a lot of time for me to drift away. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm saying you would drift away by nature. Give of the people's a free about... Go ahead. By, by, <laughs> by nature of just how much show there is and how much time you have to dedicate to things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the you thing. Would, you would drift away. Because there's six seasons. However, for most people, to in Lost Defense, there is enough... Well, okay at least moderately interesting stuff that they do introduce well yes because it's circle back it's easier to ask questions than answer them so as long as they keep asking questions it's going to seem dope that's the whole thing about lost no sometimes because sometimes they ask questions like well why didn't they get rescued till now well the island was time traveling but also wasn't time traveling well like i'm gonna rate something real quick just to get back on track Sometimes when I'm dealing with things in life, the only response possible from me is the... The raspberry? <laughs> that, that is... <laughs> Sometimes I'll see something in real life, and that's my only response. Is, There's no better response. Is it's 100%, perfect... 100% the accurate and most honest and like true to... Like, you know, like, uh, people always talk about English sucking and, like, other languages like Latin having so many more descriptive words. Sometimes there are things in the English language that can only be described with the... (laughs) And people know what what you're talking about. What you're saying about it. Yeah, that's... Next time you see something like that, do that. You'll feel better. You will look dumb, but you will feel better because you will have expressed yourself in the appropriate way. I'm going to cut you off. Thanks for this show. It's gone a long time. Thank you for listening to Life's What You Rate It. Please talk to us about Lost. Please spread Merry Christmas cheer. I'm going to play the post-roll ad. Uh, oh, uh, do you um, know any jokes? Yeah. Uh, what did, uh, why did the the uh, the meteorologist um, uh, shower with meatballs? Why did the yeah. meteorologist... Uh, why? Because uh, his forecast pr- predicted a meteor shower. Have I used that joke before? No, that is so stupid. Okay, good. I guess what I used it, maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at WagMatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life's What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from 1 to 10 that exists in the entire universe. Tune in where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Whack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time. And our newest show on the network, The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now, and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. 
Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.